Wild do the improbable. They knock off a big comeback win today, this afternoon against the LA Kings, winning 6-3 at XL Energy Center. After falling behind 3-0 just 10 minutes into the game with a full house booing them, the Wild somehow turn it around, score two in the first, score three more in the second, add one in the third, and rattle off the improbable 6-3 win. Normally, this would be cause for celebration. We'd talk nothing but good things. But folks, we're just weeks from the playoffs, and an effort like this against St. Louis or Nashville or Colorado, game would be over 10 minutes into the first period. Make no mistake about it. There is no reason the Wild should have come out the way they did today and take so long to wake up. But let's look at the good. Again, they did win 6-3. They got two points. They move into a second-place tie with the Blues with a game in hand. So with that higher percentage, they are technically in second place and uh, in home, uh, in, in ahead in the race for a home ice advantage in that ser- inevitable series that seems to be coming in the playoffs. A couple good things. Uh, Marc-Andre Fleury, he gave up those three goals in the first 10 minutes. Two of them we thought he should have stopped. One for sure, the slap shot. But also on the, on the power play, he could have stopped that one as well. Um, he's made that save before. So he gave up three quick goals, racked up his stick against the pipe. I was looking at the bench to see if Everson was going to yank him, uh, just thinking it wasn't his day. He left him in and turned out to be a good thing, pitched a shutout the rest of the way. Truly showed composure, something good to see that uh, we might be able to appreciate in the playoffs. Another good sign, Matt Boldy in his first game in a while after injury. He had a goal and five shots in his return after missing three games. That second line looked like uh, they had missed a beat. Boldy, Goudreau, and Fiala were making plays all night. They could have scored two or three more goals. A couple of times, they literally broke the ankles of the defenseman with Fiala and uh, Boldy just stopping right along the half wall, and the defenseman just would try to stop and went flying. It was priceless. Exciting to see. Uh, Kaprizov tied the wild franchise record. He got a goal, so that's 42 for the season. He ties Eric Stahl and Marion Gabrick for the most goals in one season with the Wild. He'll be setting uh, history again for the Wild uh, probably Tuesday night or uh, Thursday night when they play again, and he gets that go-ahead goal that'll make him the best all-time for a single season for the Wild. Um, And finally, Jake Middleton, who is just really coming into his own. Uh, He had two assists tonight, almost had a goal, but just hit the pipe. The puck bounced around, and Bugstead cleaned up the mess and got the goal, but that was Middleton who got that assist. He's playing large right now, and I really hope the Wild can afford to keep him next year because he's such, at 6'2", 220, he's such a good pairing with Spurgeon on that top uh, defensive pairing. So hopefully they can find a way to do that, but but we can worry about that another time. It's great to see Middleton really fitting in, and if you haven't gotten a chance, check out Michael Russo's Twitter feed and read some of the, tw- some of the quotes that uh, Middleton was given afterwards. This guy is happy to be in St. Paul right now. Now, more serious. We're looking toward the playoffs. The Wild got to be sharpening things up. They uh, blew a two-goal lead in St. Louis the other night. They come home after a five of eight points on a road trip. Pretty decent road trip. 
and they literally laid an egg for the first 10 minutes. There's a reason Dean Evason wasn't happy after the game, even though they came back to win. There wasn't much to talk about that was good in those first 10 minutes. Bad defense, bad offense, terrible passing, poor goaltending, uh, penalties taken, weak penalty kill, a, a power play that didn't even look like it belonged out there. So all these things have to be cleaned up. Now, I don't know whether the Wild are going to have practice tomorrow. I highly doubt it since they're on an every, every other pace the rest of the way for games. They'll probably have the day off. But the Wild need to take this seriously, and they need to come out clean on Tuesday night against Edmonton. They cannot afford to sleepwalk through the first five of ten minutes of any game, let alone playoff teams. So, uh, one last thing before we go. Injuries, Matt. Boldy was hurt, but obviously he played and he played well, so he'll be he'll, he'll be back Tuesday again. Johnny Merrill is doubtful for Tuesday, but possible for the road trip later this week. And then here's the disturbing news. After Dean Evason said that Matt Dumba, was, the injury was a lot, um, uh, not a lot less serious than they thought, Tonight he said Dumba's, quote, not close. So that's a step backward, and we'll keep an eye on that one because they they do need Dumba. The Wild can't go a long series of games with with Jordy Ben at that third pairing. I've said it before, and I'll continue to say it. They need better defensemen there. So hopefully Merrill can come back soon enough, and then they'll get Dumba for the playoffs, hopefully. So Wild, Tuesday night, they play Edmonton. That's the next game. That completes the homestand. And we will have a podcast tomorrow, and then on Tuesday we'll have a pregame and a postgame just like today. Don't forget, download the Wild Minute on Spotify. Subscribe, like, listen, love, follow a friend, do whatever you need to do. Make sure anyone you know that needs to get their Wild intel is tuning into the Wild Minute with Troy. If you have any questions, just email me, wildminutetroy at gmail.com. I'll answer them on the next pod. This is Troy. Have a good Sunday evening, and let's uh, enjoy the Wild win while we can.